You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Vegetables, fresh fruit and whole wheat I'm from the old school My household smell like soul food, bruh Curry falafel, barbecue tofu No fish, no, no candy bars, no cigarettes Only ganja, fresh squeezed juice from oranges Exercising daily to stay healthy And I rarely drink water out the tap Cause it's filthy Lentil soup is mental fruit And ginger root is good for the youths Yo, Ginger Root is good for you, and so is the Fanatics Podcast, sports and comedy in one place with none other than the great Mikey Winfield. How you doing, today, Mikey? Do you know that they will end your career if you promote something that helps humankind? What do you mean? What I mean is if you keep pushing how you can be healthy and how you can save lives by eating the right way, you're putting... Potential meat companies out of business. They will come for you and end you. That is happening. I play that song. That is Dead Prez, one of my favorite, one of the hardest groups out there. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Dead Prez, one of the hardest groups out there. And that is their song about being a vegetarian. And you know why? Because it clears your mind. It does clear your mind. It yeah. does clear your mind. And yeah. I played that for Mr. Mikey Winfield, who is a prominent vegetarian. Yo, why not? I mean, I get it, man. I was raised a certain way too. Man. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a vegetarian before. That Taco Bell. Yeah, we used to eat liver. Liver. Like, why would you give your kid liver? Liver. Liver. Was your family Chicken. like Scottish people from the 1930s? Oh, why the hell it were was you eating liver? Was a, man, we used to eat hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot freaking dogs. Well, I see hot dogs. <laughs> a lot of people are eating hot dogs listening right now. <laughs> but man, we like, do have a very high hot dog demographic, actually. Yo, man, people don't even know what a hot dog is. You, really, it's you don't like even know what's in a hot dog. Intestines, some hoof. There's definitely some hoof in there. Yo, man, there's a hot dog in your system that you ate 12 <laughs> years ago. It's still there. But speaking about in your system, Mikey Winfield is about to be in your system. He's part of Amazon's brand new uh, one-hour stand-up special lineup, and that is dropping on when? August, Tell the good people. August, August 23rd. That's Make Michael sure Jordan's number. It. That's 23rd. Jo- yeah, that's Michael Jordan's number, the 23rd. 23rd. Michael Jordan is entering a fishing tournament this weekend, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, back to Amazon. Yeah, man, it's an hour-long <laughs> comedy special. It's an hour. Everyone's like, how long is it? you got to be excited. Hour. And just to like set it up, you've seen specials on Amazon before, but this is different. Why? Tell them, Mikey. Well, they purchased originals, so they have produced their own specials versus buying them from elsewhere or having people just put them up themselves. They decided to get a selective few. And I, uh, as the universe presents, one of the inaugural few of the. 
opening ones. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like one of the original NFL teams, like the Green Bay Packers, yes. the Chicago Bears. You Walking got that OG on, shit. And but man, it's a, they have been good to me. Have they? They Amazon taken care of you, Amazon? Opened, you get like, some of that Bezos money? Yo, man, let me tell you, Some man. of that fake news Washington Amazon, Post money? man, they throwing me Alexas, man. We shooting commercials. Oh, shit. We, we, we chat on the social media, man. Yo, Amazon. We got future plans. Amazon, man, like. Yo, Amazon slid in your DMs. Yo, man, they in there right now. They're in there. And they are in there. They're getting work. And man, let's they got talk, the Snapchat transfer. Let's talk about a company that's just making <laughs> just just unridiculous amounts of Yo, money. And also, Bezos got jacked. Remember, he used to be like a skinny nerd, and now Bezos is like ripped, dude. Well, like he's like Simon Cowell. You can see the nips come through the fucking polos. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. He looks he looks really happy. If you want to judge it all by photos from a distance. <laughs> well, I think I think eighty billion dollars generally no. makes you happy i don't know man i don't know i think was that's he bullshit. always smiling <laughs> he was always smiling man he was always smiling. but then again he always he's had billions for a while but it's like it's like a big deal because you know this is amazon's foray into serious stand-up they're not just buying specials like when you're on netflix you see the difference between a netflix produced special and just something that they bought yeah so this is really amazon taking a step into producing uh, their own specials, and it's great. Mike is a part of it. Who I'm else? S- who else is also uh, included in the initial yeah, release? Yeah, man. Alice Wetterlin, Alonzo Bolden, Alonzo, one of the greats. Uh, Jim right Gaffigan, now. Jim is, Gaffigan, um, one of the, the greats. First release. I mom so hard. I didn't know him. I looked him up. And yeah, they yeah, got yeah. This following is pretty yeah. cool. You know. So, did you have to cut out all of your food material because of Jim Gaffigan? Man, you know, uh, yeah, none of that made my special. I let it go because you don't want to bump it. No, I'm joking, man. I, yeah. Um, I did whatever I wanted to do, which was great. I love you know? that. And uh, I Mikey. felt like there was just no way. It was like no editing. Just be a comic. He's just doing it, man. Mikey Joe, is one of my favorites no. to pick up a mic right now. Hey, man, thank you. You know, you know? whatever happened to premises, setups, and punchlines? You got it, baby. Yo, you that's got what, that's it, man. What, that's what I want in comedy. <laughs> I don't need everybody's feeling and thought with a, a, a punchline yeah. and a, a joke that's not even developed yet. Well, the, well, that I feel like there's a lot of important comedy, and there's a lot of like half set up comedy that you see actually get out on on recorded shit that like major media brands are putting out right now. But I don't know. I think that's just Tommy's generation. You know what I mean? Whatever they happened like to laugh? They like the half done punchlines. I know. What happened to I'm laughing? sick of the important comedy. Just laugh. What happened to Just like? Fun. Whatever happened to sitting around and like looking at something, and like spitting your drink yeah, out and man. slapping the table? Yeah. What happened to that? I don't know, bro. Why do people not you know what? want I hear it? Or is it not I hear it's, done? I hear it's coming back August 23rd yeah, on man, Amazon. That's what they're saying. That is what they're saying. Mikey Winfield, Stepman, everybody. Tell them quickly who Stepman is and why that's the name of your special. Oh yeah, that's I should share that so hey man you know i'm I, I figured it out man you know i figured love out you know and love sometimes you you search and you find oh, it are you starting to cult mikey Yo, man, is that what i'm figuring that's what, that's that's what, what i'm, I'm doing right man. now I, I i think in time i will and my i got married you know my wife she's older man because i like i love a older woman like when yeah. she just the things she brings you to like the that table. You like cougar shit, a 401k. Yeah, yeah, man. But you know, like moms, man. <laughs> Security. Like, a woman beat from the wear and tear of life. You know, like that's, <laughs> it's just sexy to me, you know? A woman, not a girl. Not a, not a girl. Somebody who has doors shut Yo, in man, their face. She grocery shops and she puts fruits and vegetables in the basket oh, and shit. stuff for the- A proper array of fruits yeah. and vegetables, like a balance and yeah. shit? She makes the snacks for the after the game nice. for the kids on the little leagues. And like, you know, I, I, I bet when she buys fruits and vegetables, you guys actually 
actually eat them. They just don't get spoiled. They in don't the just sit in a bowl, man. Like we eat yeah. them. She'll even slice them sometimes. Like my house, we have like a fruit fly invasion. You know oh, what I mean? Gosh. In the kitchen, you know. Yeah. Like so, a real invasion. I got this older wife. I'm thinking about pulling amazing. food fly green cards because yeah, the invasion like we that? got in the like kitchen. Like it's bad yeah, like that. Yeah, man, you should, you should make that we're limiting, we're limiting illegal fruit fly immigration in my kitchen. Yo, man, you know? block that immediately. That's just not cool. <laughs> so, yeah, she's older, and I, I got a stepson, and me and him, we like the same age. So I, I call him <laughs> Step Man. Yeah. That's fucking So that's hilarious. the title of the special, Step Man, which I will be- that. You just hashtag it now and look it up. And there you there's, go. There's stories. Stepman, Amazon, perhaps you've heard of it. Jeff Bezos, Richest Guy on Earth, Mikey Winfield. Yo, man, this is fun, though. Let me tell you what's fun. You can dream right now. Yeah. You know, like, knowing something is about to happen, you get the ability to dream. Like, yo, what if? What oh, yeah, if? for sure. What if? It's no. like every... NBA or NFL team right now and in, in training camp or about to go in training. Everybody yeah. has a chance at the top. Everyone's yeah. looking at the roster. And it's like, you know what? We're looking nice right now. I right. think we got a chance in June. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's great, man. And then what's funny is I've been able to move on because now I'm like, dang, you know, I've dumped a couple hours down in the last few years. So now I'm like, okay. You're ready for new shit. Yeah, let's create the new stuff. An exciting, and that's fun. An exciting, an exciting frontier awaits Yo, you, man, Mikey Winfield. That's when you're a comic again. You can just <laughs> go up and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, Any yeah. night. It's and you're, you're at, uh, he's at the, if you're down in Hermosa Beach or South Bay, Mike is at uh, the Comedy Magic Club. Yeah, yeah. Through Thursday, right? Yeah, through and, Thursday. Come, and come he's through. Out, you're out every weekend, so he's probably going to be coming to a town near you, right? Yeah, yeah. Go check BigAssTeeth.com. <laughs> <laughs> Named after what particular feature of yours, Mike? Is it your Big Ass Teeth? Yeah, no, no, man. And every, been, they tell me they're not that big anymore. Mike, it's been a big summer for you. Big things are dropping for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also been a crazy summer in the NBA. Have Talk you been, about it. Have you been keeping up with this NBA stuff? Hey, man, it is the best soap opera off season. It's right. just the best and most entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What has been your most like kind of interesting move of the NBA summer? The inter most interesting move for me of the summer. Because it's almost been better than the season. Like, the NBA has gotten to yeah. a point where the offseason is, like, the most entertaining part. And the season is just it's just kind of like, you know, the season. It's kind of like the premiere right. okay. before the real season, which so, is the summer. Let me tell you. You know what was happening with me? I already miss Kevin Durant. You already this. miss Kevin Durant. Why? I miss him for this year. Why this is that? dude, man, like. He's one of those people that you watch him play and you're like in awe and you're like, yo, he's dope. He can score. He can do this. He defends. Right. And then, man, when he's gone, you're going to be like, yo, man, this is an extraordinary talent just laying around. Sure. Not on the court, man. And it's like this. Not, people are not going to know what they miss until he's not there. And this is one of those seasons where – we would really see what happens if he was here. You think so? Well, it's going to be almost interesting because he won't be there because the league is is kind of more open in his absence. The one thing I'm going to miss about Kevin Durant is his complete and total dedication to pettiness. 
Oh, he, you know I, don't, what I, mean? I don't think that's going to stop. Though. You don't like, yeah. Yo, yo, so you think there's going to be more burner accounts he now? He has so much time now to be on social media. That's all that he's going to do. Right. You know, and people are going to continually talk about him. So I think it's going to be more of that. More burner be, accounts. Because it's like, yo, right. you're arguing with 12 year olds in Nebraska. It's And you're like a basketball genius. That's like if Stephen Hawking <laughs> would be sitting there on Twitter arguing with like grade school children about theoretical physics and stuff you know like what are you doing i think he thinks he can change it he could change people's minds yeah so that's what a genius can do that's what a basketball genius can do a basketball <laughs> well genius he's a basketball genius i don't know if he's a social media genius that's exactly it you you think that you have this other power to right. sway the world where you can't yeah yeah but yeah. you have this knowledge that no one else has oh so. that's interesting so you think that because he has such total and complete influence on a basketball court he kind of he kind of feels inadequate with the rest of it. Like he almost has to chase that same influence and control yeah, over the rest of the his court. life. He has off to the be, court, he has to be liked, man. He has Yo, to be liked and but loved. But that's quicksand that you're never gonna get to the bottom of. You know? I know. Hey, man, you gotta have out of body hey, experiences. Be in this. you, fanatics fans. I want you to be you. Don't judge yourself based on other fucking people. You know what I mean? Hey man, very easy to say, but you know what we do nowadays? Most most of them they read the comments. Don't read the Don't comments. Read and, the amen. Com- unless the comments are good. No, <laughs> be dope enough to not read the comments. That's right. I say have your circle read the comments. That's what I do. And yeah, if there's true. something worth me knowing, let me know. I don't read the comments. Well, also you know if something's good or not. You know if you're doing something right or not. You know if that set was good or not. You know, like sometimes with new bits, you need the squad so you can knock. But most of the times, you don't need to read the comments because you already know. Editing, editing is magical. That is true. <laughs> editing has brought, brought things to life. That know? is true. can also kill something if it's, you know. That is very true. So, yeah, that is very, yeah Look man. at the motherfucking Justice League. Man. Release the Snyder Cut. That's all I'm going to say. But... Uh, so we are in a, a very interesting place. We have USA basketball going on. And I feel like with the rise of Kawhi Leonard's um, system of load management, I think load management is going to be the term that carries forth in the NBA next year. There's already too many games, and there's too much risk of people getting hurt. Look at what happened with Paul George at USA Basketball, right? Oh, yeah. So we're pretty much down to, like, that young and B and C-level talent. Do you, Mike Winfield, still feel like the USA is going to dominate at the FIBA games in China? Or will teams like the ever-filled-with-potential Canadians, the ever-dangerous uh Spaniards, or will there be a threat now that we got NBA's B and C level talent? Kind so of in there? it's not about the talent. What it is is about the evolution of the game. Back when we did dominate, it would dominate. It was our form of play. Yeah. Now Two our league up. is catered to how they have been playing for years. So true. In other countries. So, so true. if we don't have the greatest talent. We're going to suffer. And that's what's happening because we're playing their game now yeah. instead of them playing our Vince Carter or our Michael Jordan game. Yo, and it was so fun. Like, that was actually a really fun era of basketball when you could see the transition 
in the international game. Like when USA lost and we got third place, I forget where those games were, but we got third place and the Argentinians won gold. Mm. You know, and you could see that that old style of two big plotting bigs, a lot of ISO ball just wasn't going to work. And you could see the future kind of coming. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And now it's really interesting the way the NBA has adapted. But one of my favorite um, – one of my favorite USA basketball moments was in China, you know, and it was LeBron oh, was yeah. on the team. Wade was on the team. You know what I mean? Carmelo was on the team. When those guys were at their apex, this was like 2008. You know what I mean? And we right. were fucking losing yeah. to the Spaniards. You know what I mean? And oh, it was yeah. the second half, fourth quarter. And who came in? Who took over? It was none other than Kobe Bean Bryant, dude. Kobe Bean. And Kobe Bean says, I ain't losing this shit, man. <laughs> and he came to see one. That was like one of my favorite moments. But Kobe won't be there. But uh, you no. know who will be there is the great Greg Popovich. And you know what? Pop always pops. Speaking yeah. of being true to yourself. That's our advantage, actually. Our yeah. advantage is that we have we Pop. have Popovich. We yeah. have Pop, baby. No, seriously. Who should run for senator or president? I'm why, still on that, why man. Why won't he? I want a Popovich Kerr presidency. No, man. I, I could deal with that. I could totally deal with that, man. Yeah. But here, uh, Pop is always being Pop. So here they are, some reporter asking Pop a question. This is his response. There's a lot of excellence, obviously, here. How do you define the word excellence? What does that mean to you? Anybody else got a question that makes sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The fact that he's doing I this in real time Pop, is great. This is not like behind the scenes with the homies, yeah, man. This yeah, is yeah. him in public. Just <laughs> That's a man who's just completely comfortable with himself. Yo, you know what I mean? That's what we all want to achieve, man. We all want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, Winfield, I feel like your paper game is on the come up, right? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah your man. Your paper game you know? is on the come up. You know, you know who else's paper game is on the come up? Who's? Or I should say has officially came Who? up. Who's? D'Angelo motherfucking Russell, wow. who signed a four-year, $117 million contract with the Golden State Warriors, which a lot of people thought it was kind of like an odd place for him to sign. To me, yeah. To Golden right. State. But it makes sense if you're going to get a max contract, right? So they asked Jared Dudley, who mentored D'Angelo Russell in Brooklyn, and, uh, and did an interview with The Athletic. And Jared Dudley had this to say about him signing a max contract in Golden State. Dudley says, D'Angelo wanted to get the max, so I'm not surprised. He would have gone to, you know, Saudi Arabia if he could have gotten the max there. I'm not surprised it took that. Wow, was that a slight? <laughs> Is he saying Mikey that he'll Winfield, do anything for would money? Would you play for the Saudi Arabian Sand Vipers if they offered you a max contract? Would you do it? Right now? Yes. What, what is their max, though? Probably like $4 billion on a Saudi oh, man, Arabian contract. I could use a vacation, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I could do it, man. Yeah, man. You could dominate the league. I like what Stephon Marbury <laughs> dominate did. Dominate the Saudi. Yeah, Saudi man. Well, it's kind of hard, hard to play in the dashiki. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, but I'm telling you, he'll have statues outside of, like, Saudi Steph, Arabia, yeah. man. Like, that's legit. That's a cool life. Steph did it right. Like, Steph is a legend in China. Yeah, man. You'll have all the baddest chicks in Saudi yeah, Arabia, in, like, man. Right? five millennia, they're going to be telling, like, stories about the mythology of Steph Marbury. Yeah, you know? man. I, I, I say go for it. He should, you know. You can't drink in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you can do anything when you have a billion dollars. No, you can't drink in you Saudi Arabia. You can't? They'll Ra kill you, no, huh? they'll, Yeah, they'll like <laughs> string you up by your feet, oh, your big toes. Gosh. You can't uh, sit with women in public. 
Not even your wives? Not even your wives. So the fast food restaurants there, you go with your wives and your kids, you got to sit on opposite sides of the fast food restaurant. Oh, man. You got to drive to Kuwait just to have a good fucking time. Hey, man, but isn't life about a thrill? That's every not a thrill. A, That's every boring, day's a thrill. dude. No, every day you're trying to get away with it. I isn't can't that, do it. I fun? feel like I would get Khashoggi'd. You know that journalist who got like cut up into a hundred different parts? Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, gosh. But this begs... Oh, gosh. But this begs <laughs> another question. <laughs> Are the Warriors underrated going into next year? Good for them, and yes. They are totally. Everybody's doubting the big three that they've what? had forever that what? has got them to, like, yeah, for the, what, the last six years, they've been yeah. in the mix. Yo, they've much. won before Katie got there. Yeah, people forget. Not only did they win, they won 73 games. Before Katie. The most there. regular season games in history. Uh, and you watch all of this punditry and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it seems like everybody is counting them out. Look, everyone now has a big two in the league. They still have a big three. That's what you want, though. You want the doubt. You know, when people are just doubting you, man, all you can do is step yeah. up. When you're overrated yeah. or, you know, you're high rated, all you're going to do is fail people. Exactly. You know, and that's what happened to them last season. Everyone were like, hey, they're going to win. Well, we know they're going to win. And they lost. Isn't life about expectations? Yeah. Have you noticed it? And yeah. one simple way you can define that. Have you ever gone into a really shitty movie with no expectations? You know what I mean? You're oh, like, yeah. this movie's going to suck. And you end up enjoying it because you didn't expect it to be anything. Right? Right, right. But then you go into a movie that you're really hyped for, that you're really excited to see. You can't wait to see it. And you got all those expectations. And even if the movie is good, you feel disappointed by it. Right. I you feel know. like that's like a lot. In life, you know what I mean. That's why you can't read the reviews. Again, this is back to reading the comments. You cannot read yeah. them because now what's happening is everyone's review. They're trying to get popular. Right. They're trying to write the the, the, the terrible review right. so that they can blow up off of that negative review. Exactly. They want to be the Simon Cow of right. putting blogs and reviews <laughs> under movies. So yeah, yeah, it's all about that. It's Just, all about that, dude. It's all about that. I saw it on like Slate or some website like that that they counted every. They go, we went through all of Tarantino's movies. And, and counted how many lines the women actually speak. And I'm like, yo, you're doing art wrong. Just, yeah. Just art, baby. Just art, baby. You know what I mean? Hey, Amen. And let, allow people to remember that with all the new upcoming comedy. Right. It's art. It's art. It's art. Care more about what your politicians do and say. Stay on them, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let artists right. art. But, okay, so back to the Warriors. 73 yes. and 9. Yes. With Steph Curry... Clay, Draymond, and a, a bunch of spare parts. Was, was Harrison Barnes on that 73-9 team, or had he left? He was there. He was, yeah. he was there on that 73-9 team? Well, it's like, uh, welcome, welcome shithead producer Tommy for that. Uh, I'm just hanging out. And, of course, Tommy's coming in, and he's popping like a motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Is there one thing that you don't do technically that fails, Tommy? It's, it's uh, you know. Like we do, Zane. Wow. We, we have a Friday interview. <laughs> Just tell me and I'll repeat it. Coming out with the great Zane Lamprey of Three Sheets entering TV. And of course, Tommy doesn't fucking load the battery enough, right? So we got what? <laughs> fucking Tommy, dude. Hey, is, Anyways, Steph, is Steph in his prime? Steph is in his prime, dude. Steph is in his prime right now. Steph is in his prime. Okay, so you have those three. 
Right? right? Great. And and Clay's going to come back sooner than people think. January, no, February. He's going to come back 110%. Yes, he is. And then you're adding <laughs> D'Angelo to that. Yeah. So it, it's Who not. It's is not, approaching one of the his greatest time as a player. And he's entering a great system with great coaches and great players. Like he couldn't be in a better situation. Winning so is essentially, fun. to me, you're taking the seventy three and nine team, and it's not. It's not like okay, it's the Warriors without Kevin Durant. What I see instead is the seventy three and nine team with D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I see it. You know. Yeah. So that's that's a big three and a half, even a big four. And everyone else is big, too. If these guys are healthy and they have home field advantage or home court advantage heading into the playoffs, I would take them over the Clippers or the Lakers. Tricky. Tricky. Kawhi Kawhi is Kawhi, though. Kawhi took the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's the Raptors to the finals. Kawhi is a special player right now. Special players make differences. But the Raptors, I have to say, Masai Ujiri... Shout out to Masai Ujiri. He constructed a roster that could play around Kawhi. And Nick Nurse, who's a great coach from Popovich's system, Popovich's tree, he put Kawhi in, in positions to succeed, you know? But, yeah, it was it was essentially one guy on that team surrounded by complementary pieces, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. How, and, they, how they used to win back in the day. Isn't that how it was? It was that's like how, a star and then role players. Dude, that's why I loved it. It was This finals was like my favorite finals in the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Just for that sheer fact. It reminded me of that era where stars took the team on their back and wanted to win with with them being the fucking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Which is great. And, 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 you know, at least this two-by-two two league where two superstars are on it is like, to me, that's more palatable than this three, four, five superstar type of setup, you know, that it seemed like it was trending to. And I think the league is going to be so fun this year because of it. I agree. You know that most teams are building their core and then they're looking for shooters around them. Yeah. The Warriors have the shooters. That is their core. They have that. That's already empowered. Mike Winfield, I just want you to picture, we already have the greatest backcourt, shooting backcourt of all time in Golden State. The two best shooters in the league. Right now. And I would say D'Angelo Russell is a top five shooter in the league, top seven shooter in the league, right? Add that to Clay and Steph. You move Clay to the three. You have D'Angelo at the two. Oh my God, dude. And why are we sleeping on Draymond? This, yeah, why are we sleeping, why are we on, Draymond? sleeping on Draymond? This is going like, to be like some <laughs> Hawkeye Avengers shit from the backcourt all fucking season, especially when Clay gets back. And Draymond, once Kevin utility. Durant was taken utility. out of it, utility. Dude, the way Draymond was pushing the ball in the finals when he was on yes. those Draymond oh, games, man. it was the beautiful game, dude. Yeah, right. I felt like I was watching like Brazil or Spain. You know, at the height of their fucking Brazil in 98 or Spain in 07. You know, football. See, I know some football, Tommy. You know what I mean? Like, it was. this is going to be – I think the Warriors are going to be great if they're healthy. I think they can still win the West, you know? Yeah. I don't think they care to win the West anymore. I think it's how LeBron was approaching his, his years in Cleveland where he was like, as long as I'm the first or second <laughs> seed, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, we're going to figure it out. For sure. Going for sure. in, and then we'll just take over. But speaking of old-ass people like LeBron James – Vince Carter. Oh, yeah. Vince He just Carter signed him a contract, right? Just right. signed with the Atlanta Hawks. He will turn 43 before the All-Star break. Uh, and, of course, I like that young Atlanta team. He'll be with a team that features young players, prominently uh, John Collins, 21, and Trey Young, 20, respectively. 
uh, Vince Carter back for one more year. You know what the thing is interesting about this? Um, Deadspin did this thing where they uh, they they noted people from his draft class that were kind of notable. Here are the people that were drafted with Vince Young in the 1998 draft class. Mm-hmm. Okay, in football, Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were drafted in 1998. To give you an idea. Of how how far <laughs> Vince has been in the Vince game. Vince has been in wow. the fucking game. All right. Okay. Dude, these are some great names. Are you ready? Let's remember some, Let's some remember old some school NBA names. Like, I just had so 98. many memories. 98. 98. Nazir Muhammad. Wow. Yeah. 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 I always remember thinking Nazir was underrated. <laughs> like, he had a couple good years with the Spurs there. I was like, dude, Nazir can play. Like, I think he had a 15 and 8, 15 and 10 year. Okay. Mm. Nazir, what do you, what do you get? What do you think, Nazir Muhammad? Anything? What do, what does he get? Yeah, I don't know. What does he do? Where, where is he now? Who out, probably owning car washes in yeah. in the Greater Austin Gotta area. Invest. Okay, Nazir Muhammad, Katino Mobley. Oh man, he was the dude, Houston. Yeah, big cat. Yeah, man, he was a beast. He should go to the big three. I think Katino is in the big three, actually. <laughs> Yo, he's like he's like got the elder statesman look. I actually saw him in the big three. He's got the salt and pepper. He looks like all Hell fucking yeah. distinguished yeah. and oh, shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katino okay. yeah, yeah. can so ball. All right, here we go. Michael Doliak. Remember that big, awkward white dude? Nah. Kind of lumbering around the court. Michael, Michael Doliak. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Man, not ringing a bell. All right. Old forehead wrinkles, as I called him. Al Harrington. Al Harrington, Al, he's he's gone. Al Harrington I is out was, the league. I thought he was baby. in Memphis. No, big three. Also another big three guy. Did he play for Memphis? He's played all. He was drafted he's by the guy. Pacers originally, but he's played like all over. Yeah, right. Pacers. Dude, and he would have these roles in his head. Like you could fit like like a, a uh, like ten dollars worth of dimes. I remember in his fucking him now head. from that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Michael Doliak. The head roles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Michael Doliak. Here, who's he scored twenty five points versus the Lakers in nineteen ninety nine. It was his greatest moment in the oh, NBA. Man. He shows everyone that game at the family <laughs> yeah, reunion. Yeah, he does. Uh, Time out. Do white people have family reunions? Tommy, do white people have family reunions? Yeah. You do. And once again, Tommy's mic isn't working. Indians, we do not have family reunions. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just call that Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we have, like, there's, like, so many. There's always so much family around. You know what I mean? Is that right? Yeah. Hey, I like that. That's great. You like that? I feel yeah. like Mexicans are the same way. We have to arrange it. Black people, we, Black we people have to, like, schedule it. them. We, like, <laughs> miss them. <laughs> so we have to schedule it once a year. Yeah. And we have to plan, like, a year in advance so we can all attend. So everyone can be. I, li- yeah. I think it's a very cute idea. Yeah, it is. I we, like the formality we, of it. We get the t-shirts and stuff. Oh, shut up. There's t-shirts? Yo, you get t-shirts and you put your last name on it. And, really? And you get the cheesiest shirt. Oh, wow. Like, you find a company that, like, the shirts will be, like, $4 a piece. Right. And you get them, and then you hit everyone up in the family, and you're like, yo, we need the $7 by this day, or we can't order the shirts. And the person that orders the shirts, they're pissed. Of course. Because they always, because no one gives them the $7 for the $4 but You're shirt. never going to get the $7. Right, right. Yeah, but I feel like I'm surprised white hipsters don't wear black family reunion t-shirts that they find at Goodwill. You just sparked a trend. I just, ha- it just happened you right now. You just sparked a trend right there. Yeah, they're going to be oh. 70 Seventy dollars in the hip vintage T yeah. store shorts, yeah. shirts on. I was gonna say Williamson Melrose. family, or the, <laughs> <laughs> the Johnson family. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I promise you, I know this is gonna catch on. <laughs> I'm Yo, surprised it hasn't already. And t-shirts. I'm surprised it hasn't already. Watch. It should. Um, oh man, that's, that's so funny though. Fucking seven dollars. It's like when you go to dinner, and like 
it's, you get stuck. Like, yeah, we'll give you cash. We'll give you cash. Can you just put down the card? It never fucking adds up. Like, how am I $27 short on this bill every, every single time? Every time. That's why what you should do is everyone just puts their card in, right? Yeah. The waitress comes. Waiter comes. Non-gendered. <laughs> waiter comes. Yeah. The person of servitude comes. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you just say, pick a card. Any card. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to do it like that. And then whoever so gets it, gets them. it. Yeah. I love it. Pick I a card, it. any card. Yeah. I think that's dope. All right. No? No, man. That's a, that's how it should be. That's what we're doing for dinner since you got the Amazon special. Let's okay. do that. <laughs> I got a dull card. It won't get picked. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where you're like, hey. What's a dull card? No, just how it looks. It's just not oh, like, like a dull. It doesn't look interesting. Oh, dude, at my all. sister has one of those heavy metal. It's like she made the from metal ones? like like a, a like lot oh, of it's made in a prison, like cards. a license plate. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like thick it's got some drop that's on heavy. it yeah that's man. like that black or it's like that card. that magnesis shit that yeah. the fire festival wow. guy had, you know loaded. yeah all right jason williams oh man jay will jay will man, he's a beast he, is he a beast. changed the entire city of sacramento with his presence he did and yo none of the negative oh, yeah, stuff. My, by the way mike's a sacramento guy yeah yeah, yeah right so sacramento uh, dude he was so fun he was one of those guys who washed out of the league so quick like like, he was around, but he was, like, a, really a level of impact. Where he was impacting the league on a nightly basis. And he was such a great part of the Sacramento teams. What happened to him there that he kind of washed out? As they call him white chocolate. I think he aged, and he just got slower. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, man, and, you know, what he was doing is what Steph's doing now. He just wasn't making them. He was <laughs> shooting from half court yeah. a lot, and it was fun to watch. He just sure. wasn't making them all sure, the time. Sure. He's like one for eight from, like, you know, Yo. from the logo. From, yeah, but he was taking it <laughs> from the logo. Taking them, he man. was taking it from the logo. But, he, man, when it comes to what you're supposed to do in life, you're supposed to sell tickets. He was selling tickets because he was fun to watch. Ever the entertainer. We actually won. We were winning that year, too. We were you winning. guys were winning a lot of years, yeah, man. Yeah. You were winning a lot of years. And kids, if you don't remember Jason Williams, Jay Will, just YouTube that shit. That's a good 15 oh, it's a, minutes. It's a, a long highlight. Highlight reel. fun, man. Yeah, man. All right. We got Vince Carr so old. We got people on the coaching staff from 98. Tyron Lue. You. <laughs> a qu quick shout out. Jason is, Williams. One of my favorite moments. Uh he was getting heckled by some Asian people in the crowd. And he goes, go back to China to them, right? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to get you back for Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Jay Will. Okay, Jay, Jay Will. Will. Yeah. All right. Ricky Davis. Wait a minute. Back to Tyrone Lewis. Tyron what Lewis. is he known for? Do you think Getting he's stepped no over by Isn't AI. that crazy? Right, right. But that's actually wrong because he kind of shut down AI for the rest of that series. You know, AI had 61 in the first game. Okay. Mm. I remember watching this in fucking Fullerton, California, near okay. you. AA had 61 in that game, and w which was a step-over game, right? But T Tyron Lue kind of locked him down the rest of that series, which was effectively a sweep after that. So yeah. I feel for Tyron that that's like the one thing that's remembered. That he's known for. But it was right. pretty fucking badass. Oh, man. And they got the still shot of oh, his leg up great. just stepping over him. They both have cornrows, yeah. but Tyron's is not as good as yeah, Iverson's because yeah, yeah. Iverson's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Iverson's got the sleeve. Oh, man. And he, the disdain and the step over. The disdain and the look back and the step more. over. Good iconic player than Allen Iverson. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I feel like if he was in his prime, if he was in his prime right now, Donald Trump would be tweeting about him. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, you he, know? he broke all the rules. Yeah, I feel like that should also be his statue in Philly, like right next to the Rocky statue. There's should not. Should be 
AI Matt? stepping over T. Lou. Either that or him sitting kind of drunk and hungover on the no, bench. No, he didn't know. do that. He didn't do that. All right, Ricky Davis. Speaking of AI clones, Ricky Davis, wannabes. Ricky Davis. That's yeah. He was drinking. Man, Ricky <laughs> Davis. What was he doing? My favorite Ricky Davis memory is like so. Lebr- here comes LeBron in his rookie year. Right, LeBron is brilliant. Brilliant rookie, brilliant eighteen-year-old. Okay, scores twenty-two Ricky Davis his first was game. On Cleveland, Ricky Davis was on that team, but he wasn't going to give up any of the fucking shine. He was still like, "I'm Ricky. This is Ricky's team." He actually was one rebound short of a triple double. He's that they guy. They inbounded the ball. He threw it off of his own rim to try to get credit for that big rebound. Oh, what a after bum. inbounding the ball. Yeah, man, you only got to show your 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 side once, and people know your true colors. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, all it yeah, takes yeah. is that one time. Yeah. Okay. This next one is like a very interesting name to me. Okay. For what he could have been and for what he ended up being. And also connected to Allen Iverson, Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes, man. He did not reach his potential. He didn't. He was he didn't. another one of those high school guys yeah. who could have been like he was supposed Kobe. To be a beast, man. He was supposed right. to be like like maybe not Kobe, but like a mini Kobe. He was supposed to be way better than he turned out. And every game you watched and you waited, and it was so it inconsistent. Was, oh, and, and dude, that Philly team could have gone to another level if 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 he would have developed, right? Okay, we got. How do you not develop? Do you think he's playing off the court? Is no, I just think some guys don't care. Some guys have such talent that they don't have to. Like, you, I, you know who I was thinking of with this? Dwight Howard. Okay, yeah. I remember watching Dwight Howard when he was 21 years old, right? And this guy's great. He's already the best defender in the league. He just has no post-up game. Right. But it's like, oh, he's 19. As soon as Dwight Howard gets a low-post game, forget about it. He's going to be the best player right. in the league. But it never happened. He never got a low-post game. Yeah. I was talking to an NBA player, and he told me, that there's a lot of players that don't care. They don't they're give just a shit. in the league. They're, you getting know, they check. know their team's not going to do anything. And getting they're that just check. like going through the motions. Going through the motions, getting paid, you know? Yeah. But that's what separates those guys who actually end up like doing something and not doing something, all right? Laugh, Rafe LaFrance, Robert Tractor Trailer. Hey, man, didn't he coach? Didn't he? Do? Who? Oh, no, he died. He died. Yeah. yeah, he didn't coach. Yo, there's a big coaching difference with God right between now. coaching and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a big difference between coaching and dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And right. that's GM Sean Marks. Hey, man. Wow. Hey, man. What's, wait a minute. Back to Robert Tractor Trailer. Of course. Was he one of the, um, was he one of the, the Fab Five? No, he was way, way past Fab five, five. Like five, six years past the Fab Five. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. He was six foot eight, three hundred pounds, and he was named MVP of the nineteen ninety seven NIT. Okay. And the last play, last team he played for was the Milwaukee Bucks, the Vaqueros de Bayamon. Oh, in, he went overseas in Puerto Rico, which means tractor oh, no. trailer was killing the game in Puerto Rico. Not overseas, Puerto Rico, baby. Yo, man. Imagine yeah, yeah, being yeah. a star in Puerto Rico. Dude, I feel like that would be like more fun than being a star in the United States. No, I think so, too. Dude, let's become ballers <laughs> in fucking Puerto Rico. Yo, bro. I'm down. I'm down, man. Right. Yo. Yo, Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bad ones in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of old NBA players, much uproar this week uh, when the all-decade teams were released on NBA.com. Oh, yeah? So far, only the third 
decade, a uh, third all-decade team has been released for the 2010s, but it's not a name left off of the all-decade team that is causing the furor. I should say uh, the the what should I say the third team all-decade team. It is who is on the third team all-decade team. Name all the players. That is causing an uproar. Yeah, I should. So we have at center, LaMarcus Allridge at power forward. Uh, Giannis Attentacumpo. Mm, yeah. At point guard, Dwayne Wade. At shooting guard, Indiana's Paul George. Okay. And at small forward, Kobe Bean Bryant. On the third team. On the third team all-decade all team. By the way, that is not a, that doesn't roll off the tongue eloquently. Third team Third. all decade. Kobe Bryant. The guy with what? five titles? Yeah, the guy with five titles. Oh, man. Mike Winfield. Yes. Is Kobe Bryant's ranking in the 2010s as third team all decade appropriate to you? Well, let me tell you, I have a theory on this. And the theory is that it was definitely deliberately done. And here is the reason. Yeah. So Kobe can come back this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And up his rank. This was all they know Kobe. <laughs> Kobe reads all the comments. <laughs> Kobe cares. Kobe may say, you know, yeah, I'm done with playing. I'm right. going and I'm coaching. No, Kobe's the Kobe's ultimate back. competitor. Kobe's back. I don't think there has been a competitor since Jordan to be that heightened since Kobe Bryant. He saw that. He's like, Oh, third team? I have to act unaffected amongst the world. Kobe hit the gym that <laughs> night. Kobe's been in the gym. Kobe's still since. in the gym right now. He's in the gym now so he can come back. He's pumping weights. So he can play this, what, next first half of the season. Oh, I want it. I want it so bad, man. So he can, boom. Dude, I think Kobe can team. still play. I know he can. And this is what I wonder about stars. Guys that are stars can sustain and still play why don't they? It's because they're yeah. not fantastic. Dwayne Wade could play three more seasons. Well, you know why? You know what? You know why I'm mad at Dwayne Wade? Can I tell you why I'm mad at Yo, Dwayne why Wade? Why are you mad at Dwayne Wade? Because Dwayne Wade, you know, I get he's got Gabrielle Union and he's got a happy life. But get in the gym and put up some three pointers, bro. You could still be in the league. Easiest way to extend your career these days is exactly what Vince Carter did. Vince Carter shooting four threes a game. Remember Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd didn't have a shot. He ended up being like second or third three-pointers made because he extended his career by being able to make a three-point shot. Dwayne Wade never spent that summer in the gym to lock down his three-point shot because I like Dwayne Wade. I want to watch him play, and he's not in the league yeah. right now because he can't shoot a three. Okay, so his situation is also different too. You get what he, I'm saying? He, Dwayne Wade doesn't mind retiring because Be he, vegetarian. No, he, he has a wife. With a job. I know. So she tore. She's not home all the yeah. time. A lot of these I other like players that. of the past, they have wives that they have to see every <laughs> single day. So they're like, yo, forget retirement. I'm back, y'all. And they come back from retirement. They like don't. Kobe's itching right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Like Kobe's ready to she's go. She's home every day. How much jewelry can you buy her, yo, Kobe? Man, you know how it is to be home every single day? Every day? You got to find something to do, man. You can golf, but so much. 
much. So Dwayne Wade will stay retired because he has a wife, a great wife that has an awesome career who's not home all the time because she works and she does things and he gets to sit in the house. You know how amazing it is to sit in your own home alone? This is the thing married dudes don't get to do. It's valuable. Right, right. So you're saying if Dwayne Wade had a less happy marriage, he would have a three-point shot. Yes, because he's like, yo, I'm leaving. I'm going to the gym. I'm a, and he would just shoot all the anger and hostility out. And he would hit, man, from the corner, he would have J's. He could just join the Warriors. I love that theory, man. <laughs> he shoot. I love that theory. I love that theory. I love that. So under that same principle, what do you think is going to happen with Ben Simmons and Kylie Jenner? Hey, man, really quick question. I don't know anything about Vince's. Is Vince married? I have no idea what Vince's situation is. Because he's trying to play forever. And a guy that does Vince that, doesn't want to go home. He doesn't want to go home, man. That's what happens. Okay, okay, now move on. What was your question? Vince doesn't want to go home, man. Vince Yo, wants man. to stay out. Yo, man, for real. Vince yeah. wants to stay out. All right, let's all right, see. All right, what, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, oh, what were you talking about? The Kobe ranking. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. You, you, you threw out two more names just now. With what? You just, hey, hey. What? Oh, with the no, it was something after all of that. It was something before. No. Oh, Jason Kidd. Oh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons yeah. and Kylie Jenner. Okay, hey man, I have seen Ben practicing, so that warms my heart, and I just hope that he didn't just show us that one video <laughs> <laughs> to shut us up. You know, and I hate it, man, because they showed the video. He was hitting J's in the video, but he was playing against some scrubs, Dude, man. I love these summer, like, these, these like, summer videos where just, like, them in the gym with, like, me and Tommy. You know what I mean? And they're, like, posting up and doing 360s. They're and they're, like, Ricky they're, Davis hey, is looking like the man. They're you playing know? against J. Cole and Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I think Ben Simmons is going to be nice this year yeah, for the other right. three. How do you take one three-pointer the entire year? And you're a point guard. Hey, man, that's... Um, Shoot your shot, Ben Simmons. Yo, you, you, you did just, it with Kylie You Jenner. revealed the whole world how insecure you are to only take one. Yeah. You told everyone that I'm terrified yeah. behind that line. This is why I kind of like assholes. Like, Jimmy Butler is an asshole, right? Oh, man, Like, he's not? yelling from the bench, Shoot it! <laughs> Shoot yeah, it! Man, seriously, man. Yeah. Yo, you can't be, man. This is not and, our and world's not cut out, man, for the soft dude. But I like this principle that you have. What what are we going to call this theory? The Gabrielle Union theory, okay? Yeah. Under the Gabrielle Union theory, Markel Fultz must have the happiest home life out of anybody. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's not trying at all. Yeah, speaking of like kings of like summer videos of they can shoot like Mark Helfel. I just He's saw done that the last two, three years. I just though, saw a new it? one yesterday of Mark Helfel shooting. Oh, yeah, they're working on his J. They're working on his shot. They're working on it. And man, ugh. It's uh. like hitchy. It's like Charles Barkley's golf shot. It's hey, like man, you got to you just be a role player. Find something else to do. Encourage people. I don't don't even come in the game. How just be you? the dude that's good on the speeches yeah, on the yeah, sidelines. Yeah. Man, why not just be that dude? I mean, man, Speech what's his, guy. Lonzo. Lonzo doesn't have a shot, man, but he's doing other things. He's defending. He's, he's getting a great rebounds. Defender. He's great fast. rebounder. You know, he, he runs the court fast, man. I'm big on Lonzo, So, actually. yeah, do other things, man. If you can't hoop 
man, learn to coach. Start yeah. being an, uh, an analyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do other things, man, but don't cheat the game. I think you should actually draft people based on their spouses, okay? <laughs> For instance, I'm loving this Gabriel Union theory, and I think it also applies to other sports. Oh, I know it does. That's where I got Tom it. This fucking Brady. Absolutely. He's like, I'm playing forever. Yeah. She's not modeling as much as she used to. <laughs> so now she's home with the kids all day. I got to come and listen to this. Hey, y'all, let's suit up. Let's do it. Yeah, but man. she also makes way more money than he does. It like, does. he's the sixth highest player. in. Not, not, he's he not, doesn't make a lot of money. He's not even the sixth highest player in the league. He's the sixth highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. Because wow. he's not worried about that paper. Yeah, man. He doesn't care about the money, man. He's like, I'm staying on this field yeah. where I'm happy. He's got those bunch and of picks. He, look, he's probably happy at home, but you got to balance it. You got, I mean, I, I'm gonna, just going to say Giselle looks like she's probably in your shit all the time. Oh, man. I feel like she's like dresses him. I feel like she lays out his clothes in the morning and Tom Brady gets dressed based on what she wants him to wear. And that's cool for half the week. If you had to deal with that seven days. Yeah. If you're wearing a suit with shorts, like tuxedo shorts, bro, no. Yo, she lit. She's a model. She's been around all the high fashion. Yeah. He's just like, all right, I'll wear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, models wear some stupid shit sometimes, though. So do rich people. Rich people wear some dumb shit. As soon as you get all the money, you just look like a dumbass. Fucking cam. And everyone's like, oh, man, I'm going to get that. That's what they're trying to do. See how many people can look as stupid as they look. <laughs> Fucking cam, dude. Cam. Have you watched uh, All or hey, Nothing? Hey, man, here's the problem. Some of the cam stuff I like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it I do, man. That Darkwing Duck hat. Oh, I like, love when it goes Darkwing Duck, dude. Yo, I love it takes that. me back to a place. Yeah, man. I like that a little bit. It takes me back to Saturday morning cartoons. And, I'm like Darkwing Duck. And man, I love so many it. guys are doing the like the shoes with no socks. Like, that ain't me. I can't do it, but whatever. Oh, I go shoes, no socks. Yeah, but those shoes, he does the like the yeah, dress well, those shoes. Are some crazy the, he, he had the church shoes. You know, Johnny Sanchez gets visibly angry with me when he sees me wearing wear shoes with no socks and i don't know why he cares but like he says it's a fashion no no what are you doing because man you can't come back your shoes can't come back from that yo, yo you create a just a, bro i'm just like a, a miracle older. of human evolution i don't create no stank you yo, know man, what I mean? only it's way to clean. do that is to eat different man and to like <laughs> be healthy yo. to have like your body clean. i love that song just a little uh background on that song that's dead prez they sing hip-hop the Chappelle show intro one of the great rap groups of all time but you wouldn't think of them as being like vegetarians hardcore vegetarians but they are dude listen to that song be healthy and that's a great album by the way too um yeah so kobe like honestly though do you think do you think this is a good ranking for kobe considering he was hurt a couple years you know and his lakers team didn't really do anything in the tens hey man like max kellerman said he should be on the least decade team like the worst of the decade team but go ahead wow how many years did kobe play in this decade Okay, so when did he retire? He retired in 2017, right? Okay. Hey, man, the last, what, two years were disgusting to watch. Well, he was hurt. Yeah. You know, he was right. hurt, but he was playing He was playing fine when he wasn't hurt. He was still great, but he just couldn't stay healthy, you know? Yeah, so, right. I don't know. I still right. think, why do I feel like Kobe could beat LeBron one-on-one right now? I just have that feeling. Yeah, man, you're silly for having that feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, you you put them both in their primes. That's a whole different conversation. But if you're talking about 
Dude, LeBron ain't going to play any defense. You know, Kobe's going to go like 120. Like, LeBron's going to be like, watch, Kobe will start getting a couple buckets, and then LeBron won't try as hard, so he can tell himself he literally didn't try. Like, LeBron strikes me as that kind of guy. Hey, man, if cameras are watching, LeBron will win. He does things for the camera. Yeah. He's the guy in the in the layup line at his kid's game. <laughs> like, everybody, I'm here. He's the guy, man, who shows up, man. Yo, you're a youth coach. Did you? What was your feelings on that? Did you think it was weird that he's jumping all over the place and stuff? Yeah, man, here's the thing. The kids there are so excited to see him, and he's doing it for the kids. I feel like if, <laughs> if a LeBron-esque was there and the kids were watching, everyone's happy. Yeah. You know, man? Like, it raises morale. Yeah. It does joy for the world. Why not? Joy for the How world. How do you hate on that? Yeah. Like, you generally, know? LeBron annoys me mostly. But this was not one of the things that annoyed me. Yeah. You know, like, we were excited that a Colts backup quarterback lived in our neighborhood. <laughs> you know, do you know how stoked we would have been if LeBron was in our fucking layup, layup line? line? Every Doing one of those. verses and 360s yeah. and purple shoes. Every one of those oh, kids man. is loving that, you know? Yeah. But by the way, you know, this young, I think basketball is just going to get better and better. Because by the way. starting early. You know, kids are different now. They even do the layup line with their phone in their hand now oh really yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy well you, yeah. you know steph's little hezzy behind the back move that oh, yeah. he does that little hezzy crossover you mean the one he made chris paul fall yes with? oh yeah that one that got done at steph curry's camp to him by a 16 year old kid and he flattened steph and this 16 year old kid is seven feet tall pulling really? point guard moves dude and he he oh, hezzy steph man. behind his back and then he goes in and he dunks over people the kid's seven foot tall. You know, man. Dude, basketball is about to get ridiculous. That's because Steph's too friendly and generous. And he's not a good defender, but go ahead. He probably just wanted to give this kid some shine because he's such a giver, man. He's like uh, a guy who's just full of, like, he, he he gives that attend church on Tuesdays. Yo, you know? but we thought the same thing about Kobe and Tiger. Before, like, their shit came out, too. Nah, know? man. I, I could look in Tiger's eyes, man. I could see that <laughs> lust. <laughs> I could always see it. I always knew you it. See the I like- always knew it lived there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've known about Tiger's lust, man. Oh, that dude is. And, oh, man, I want him back. I want Tiger back. Me, too. Yeah, Me man. Too. Kobe, on the other hand, Kobe is a victim of young guy, opportunity, Smashing on the yeah, road, but he shouldn't have knocked out on Shaq. No, no, why? Yeah, he was no, in the meeting yeah. and he said, "Oh man, I should just pay it off like Shaq does." Hey man, you, you don't know what? say that. He got, he got cornered. He was against the wall, and now that that's what we call the D'Angelo. You don't do that. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, yeah. Hey man, is that a what I said earlier? Is that him showing his character? Is that somebody what do you mean? we just can't trust him? Kobe? Ever. Maybe. Even I mean, it's did. not exactly like Kobe got along with his teammates, you know? Yeah, man. Because he, he's a, he's an alpha, man. It's like that every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, but that's beast. like too much, though, you know? Yeah. But uh, guess what? We have a baseball story. Oh, man. Winfield. That's my favorite. You love baseball, don't love you? I love baseball, man. I'm, I actually, once I retire from comedy and all this greatness, I'm coaching. <laughs> I'll probably start doing it. Are you, are you up with the league right now? Oh yeah, keep me posted. So yeah, you think you think you think uh, are the Dodgers kind of the clear favorites in the NL, or have the Braves and uh, and have made enough moves? Are 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 the Nationals pitching good enough to catch them? You know, 
Neither, man. With, with who everyone's sleeping on? Stros. The Astros. The Astros. Man. The Astros are that sleeper that they just gotta make enough so they what make it to the wild card at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they're around, that's what you watch out for. And man, it's not. I, I like the Giants, man. They're not gonna do anything. But they're not gonna make the playoffs, right? Nah, but. I just like the Giants. Yeah, you just like the you like Mad Bum. I just like the Giants. You like Mad Bum. Right. The, the Astros strike me as winners. You yeah, know what I mean? They're a like they achieve, caliber team. They achieve above what the thing is, and they have that certain thing when it comes to winning time. They know how to put it down. The Dodgers kind of strike me as like the uh, past era Braves, where they have all the talent in the world. They're yes, always they in the playoffs, always knocking on the door of the they World can't Series. Close the deal. They can't close the deal. They can't get the girl to come to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Ah, man. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. But we're doing a baseball story. Yes. Okay. Okay. Steve Wilson. What's up? So we're doing a baseball story, and uh, (laughs) this is uh, a story of social media, the interaction of social media and baseball, and where is the line, okay? All right. So Miami Marlins' Twitter account is, is beefing with a Tampa Bay Braves Twitter account. Talk about if two trees fall in the woods, does anybody, does it actually happen, right? Okay, so let me pull up the huge, let me pull up the whole exchange here so I can get this. (laughs) So they're beefing, right? And I want to get the the tweet before this, right? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, here we go. I got it. All right. All right. So Miami, Miami Marlins start this, right? And they're starting some shit. They played each other, right? He's in Miami, Miami tweets to Tampa Bay. He's the man your third base coach warned you about, right? Some guy hits a home run. Brian Anderson hits a home run. But it turns out Tampa Bay won the game, right? So Tampa Bay responds, show the final out, okay? Miami Marlins respond to that, can't hear you, must be the Maple Leafs crunching, which I think is a hockey dig. I guess, okay. when Tampa Bay play hockey. Okay. Tampa Bay responds, here's the broom we just used on you so you can clean them up. Ooh, ooh we're heating up. Right? We're heating up right there, yeah. The Miami Marlins <laughs> respond. <laughs> the Miami Marlins respond, you're literally the animal that killed Steve Irwin. Oh, Log off. God oh, damn. man, you know what? <laughs> they hired- Good burn yeah. or too far? It sounds like what they did is they hired someone that did comedy for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that darkness Yo, that's that dark, lives bro. inside of some comedians. Yeah. You. Is yeah, that man. the darkness you saw in Tiger's eyes? Yeah, man. It's not even a darkness. It's a glimmer. It's, a, it's so much in Tiger's eyes, man. <laughs> so much in Tiger's But, man, eyes. that person is no longer working <laughs> <laughs> for this uh, Miami Marlins account. There's no way, man. That is... Yo, he just he just destroyed a family. Yeah, there's a family was just beginning to get over it. Yeah, they were just beginning to get over Steve Irwin, and then pow, tweet like, fucking uh, pull me back, fucking. uh, I'm just trying to enjoy a baseball game. (laughs) (laughs) You know, America's pastime. (laughs) Gotta go read some tweets. Destroyed. Destroyed, dude. Destroyed. Wow. What are you thinking if you're the Tampa Bay guy and you're on the other end of that? You're like, oh shit. Well, it turns out Tampa Bay did respond. Oh. And they said, you're literally the team that just got swept. Log off. Which is a lame response. I yeah. feel like you got to take that and be like. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Baby Boy? 
with Tyrese on the yeah, bike. Yeah, so there's a time when um, Tyrese picks up the phone. He calls Snoop Dogg, and he was like, motherfucker, why don't you just worry about not dropping the soap? And Snoop Dogg's like, shut up, Dan. That's all he had. <laughs> <laughs> that was all he had. He was like, he should have just hung up the phone, Yo, man. It's, yeah. it's a terrible comeback. Yo, right. shut up then would be perfect right there. <laughs> yeah, was, shut up then would be perfect. Or he could say something like, like, you're literally the guy who just got fired from social media. Yeah, that would have been off. great. That, that would have been, been perfect. And showed like a hashtag, not a hashtag, but a mic drop. Exactly. You could add a mic drop. Right exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Tommy, where are we at? We had an hour. Okay, let's get through a couple more. We are at 58. Okay. Speaking of shit talk, this is one of my favorite moments. I love all the media access. I know you've boycotted the NFL a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. talking. Which which I which I which I get and I understand. It's it's ridiculous that you know Eric Reed and Kaepernick can't work, right? But speaking of shit talk, okay. Speaking of shit talk, you have Steve Smith with Cam Newton on the sidelines and second round pick DJ Moore right next to him. This is from Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, oh yeah, right? you mean where my Amazon, specials coming out on the twenty third? Specials coming out on the twenty hey, third. Amazon Prime. Watch watch Mikey Winfield special it's on the twenty third. Step man, step man. After his stepson, who's the same age as him. Hey. Hilarious. Wow. Hilarious. Wow. Right. Also on there is the program All or Nothing. I love all this media access on football. Right. Mm. Speaking of shit talking, we have Steve Smith talking to Cam Newton. Is DJ Moore going to be good enough to put on my fantasy team, or should I sit his ass? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to play the scene from All or Nothing. Keep in mind, DJ Moore is standing next to them the whole time, not knowing what the fuck to say or do about this. So I got him on my bench. Talking to Cam. DJ Moore. Okay. Should I? He ain't, I ain't benching DeAndre Hopkins. Should I let John Brown be on the bench? Or? That's kind of disrespectful. Like John Brown, he ain't no asset. He got a lot of choice selections. I'm giving you insider trade, so don't report me. You know. No, I'm just saying. So, so should I take him off the bench? Because currently he on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to start him. What if I just flex? What if I put him at flex? I don't understand that. That just, just mean an extra guy. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Put him at flex? Because yeah, yeah. he's not a real wide receiver yet. Yeah. He's just kind of developing. No, I wouldn't say all that now. No, I'm just talking about for fantasy. Should I start you or John Brown? It's a legit question. <laughs> Is it not? It's legit. Start. <laughs> start you? You give me two points, I'm going to slap shit out you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Steve Smith being... A dick here, Mikey Woodfield. Um, hey, you know what? This is what I think from an outsider, an outsider, uh, <laughs> an outsider. I think this guy's very passionate about what he's trying to do as far as his game, and uh, he's definitely being an asshole, man. <laughs> I love DJ's more space the whole time during that. You know what he's I mean? Like, how do I? He's like just... shitting himself. Uh. I think the most surprising part of that to me is Cam Newton doesn't know how fantasy football works. Oh. He's like, what's the flex? And he's like, what the fuck is a flex? I think Cam doesn't know how popular and famous he is that someone's recording him. <laughs> he's like, don't record me. Or was that not literal? Yeah. Is that like, hey, don't take me. Oh, did he me. say that? Don't record me? I yeah, didn't he catch said, don't that. record me. I didn't catch right, that. Right. I didn't catch that. But we also had Hard Knocks. Uh, Hard Knocks debuted yesterday which it's the Raiders which I'm sure this will be a shit show but it's kind of stupid yesterday they kind of censored it like they didn't talk about Antonio Brown's disgusting ass feet he can't play right oh, now man. because Mikey have you seen his feet I want you to describe oh, his man. feet to the audience come in look his... at these feet oh, man. yeah I saw look that. at these fucking hey, feet man, how but... would you describe these feet um 
true players have feet like that. Jordan had terrible feet. <laughs> All the greats, they don't have time to be working on their feet, getting right. pedicures, man. Right, they right, got right. real man's yeah. dragging the yard feet. Right. This so look- that's just a sign of true talent if your feet are that beat. Yeah, it <laughs> looks like he just like did pilgrimage and he didn't wear any fucking shoes or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but reportedly he got his feet like this because he entered a chirogenic chamber. Oh, right. Without the proper footwear. Like you had to wear special feet and it just burnt the shit out of his feet. It's terrible. You know, it looks like tortillas or something, like just like yeah, a layer of tortilla off, skin yeah. just peeling. But, uh, but you know, this is going to be good for some Gruden quotes. This is my favorite fucking Gruden quote. And tell me this doesn't get you jacked up right now, Tommy. Tell me it doesn't get you fucking jacked up. Here's John fucking Gruden. Everybody right now has dreams, don't they, guys? All right, everybody in the NFL, I have a dream of making it in the NFL. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into fucking nightmares. You guys with me on that? You got to end somebody's dream. You got to take their job. You got to take their heart. Are you guys clear about this NFL shit now? We're not trying to go to the Peach Bowl. We're not trying to go to the Gator Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl. Yo, who's ready to hit up a fucking mic? <laughs> I love, also, the Blue Bonnet Bowl people must be very happy. They got a oh. shout out on HBO. They're like, yes, Blue Bonnet Bowl. The Blue Bonnet Bowl. Blue Bonnet Bowl. Right. Mikey Winfield, what is your fucking nightmare, bro? Man, you know what? I don't have nightmares, you know? But I'm out here to take away people's dreams. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what just happened? Is that, what that, that is, is what, is just, that happened. what just happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So All or Nothing is good. Uh, Hard Knocks is good. Ron Rivera said he'd never do an All or Nothing again because he felt like – they say you won't even know the cameras are there. Rivera said, well, you do. I felt like I really couldn't be myself sometimes the way I wanted, and then sometimes I didn't care. Like I would never let cameras that kind of access to no. my team. If no, I had, not at all. yeah, because the simple act of observation changes things, much like we're talking about with Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, right. you know the simple right. act of observation, and I think it really what Ron Rivera is saying here really enforces the quantum double slit experiment. <laughs> if I must say so, Tommy, are you familiar with the quantum double slit experiment? No. And this will segue into a live question from Tommy. Okay, so the quantum double ex- uh, slit experiment is they had. A thing shooting out photons or electrons, okay, at a wall. And in front of that wall was a piece of paper with two slits in it, okay? And what they found out is if they, and they measured the photons or electrons landing on the back of the wall. And this is fucking gnarly, okay? What they found out is if they observed the experiment versus an unobserved experiment, the results of the experiment would change, okay? And what this kind of implicates is that the simple act of observing the universe changes it wow even light particles like they're not conscious but if you watch these supposedly inanimate objects they behave differently so that kind of fucks with you it's kind of like when people film for tv it's different than the regular set they get like all kind of you know yeah like what do you tommy do you have a life question to piggyback off of that oh to to piggyback off of that i had a life question but that (laughs) My life question was going to be just which sports figures do you think would make good government officials because of what you were saying earlier about pop. I think that's an interesting thing. Yeah. 
the the observation thing i'd have to give it a, a i think about well that's yeah. a good question let's go with tommy's what what do you think what who would make a good <coughs> government official right now yeah man i think lbj man i think he lyndon baines johnson yes because be, because man, he's not gonna take a day off you that's know? for sure he's gonna make sure he's in front of that camera giving one of those speeches like every single day of the year, man. And he's going to put all his homies on, so we're going to get the whole crew. And, man, that's just going to be fun for the world, man. I mean, I don't know how we'll deal with, you know, fighting and war and stuff like that, man. But as far as transactions. Well, there's going to be a lot of deals. subtweeting of North Korea and Iran. Yeah. A lot of subtweeting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. But from LBJ, you think? From LBJ for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, I think he's a good uh, figure to... Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I agree with you. I think LeBron would probably be a great politician. And he's kind of annoying and moany like a politician. And yeah. he seeks out the spotlight like a politician as well. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say Jordan necessarily sought out the spotlight. No. It no. just kind of was on him. Jordan had a secret life. Oh, for sure. And most yeah. of it involved white women. But yeah. LeBron... <laughs> I feel like likes the spotlight. He would be on CNN. He would be doing the interviews. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. you know. I just feel like we're in a time in politics where people value what they perceive as the truth, or what they perceive as somebody being truthful or honest. Like you know, Trump's people believe he's being truthful and honest, and they think of him as very raw and audacious, and he's speaking the truth. That other people can't say you know i obviously would disagree with that sentiment but i think if you put like a real soothsayer a real truth sayer and you put him up against his bullshit right now i just think that honesty will kind of shine through and that's yang 2020 yang 2020 <laughs> and that's what initially gave barack obama that spark in iowa in 2008 is people connected with that aspect so i think greg popovich if you had somebody somebody spoke plainly like Greg Popovich, the way he dismisses bullshit. Oh, yeah. And you put him on a Senate debate stage with John Cornyn or the president, oh my God, Greg Popovich would make them not only look fu foolish, but he would emasculate them. Oh, man. You know? Destruction. Destruction, baby. Wow. Destruction. Destruction. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have my life question. I have it. Yeah. So you, you, the double slit experiment. What yeah. do you think that says about the universe? Does that speak to a conscious universe? Does it speak to a universe that's maybe aware of itself? The fact that observing the universe changes it. some things. I get it completely. It doesn't change it. Okay. What's happening is when you're seeing the process, the way you consume it, you're thinking it's happening the way like differently. But the outcomes in the end are actually, they're actually the same you were and you weren't watching but when you see it you mentally go into the other brain and you think that it actually is different when it is the same i don't know what that means but i don't it sounds fucking profound <laughs> it sounds definitely <laughs> profound because it is it's it is profound it is i don't know man they say i feel like they say the universe is conscious you know what i mean they say it's a conscious universe and i think Stuff like that. The fact that we are consciousness observing something and it changes it. Uh, I think it speaks to maybe the purpose of life, if I may be so oblique. You know, maybe the sheer purpose of life is observation. That we are the universe 
observing itself that life is written into the universe the same way physics is written into the universe the same way planetary revolutions are written into the universe life is the same way and that's the process of the universe observing its own self and making sense of its own self you know because we are literally <laughs> the stuff of stars mikey winfield and this is making sense Okay. Okay. Literally, all this stuff are complex uh, carbons. All those elements are literally made in in star furnaces. You know, so we're all everything. We're all connected. I I I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So be vegetarian. Yeah. And be Mm -hmm. healthy, y'all. Right. Yeah. Tommy, tell them where to find you. (laughs) Tommy Wakefield on Instagram. In the sun, cause I got melanin and drink water. Mikey, tell me where to find you. You know what? They should go to Instagram, Mikey Winfield, or even Twitter, Mikey Winfield. Oh, shit. You got the same Twitter handles on both of them? Right. Or even Amazon at Mikey oh, Winfield. Oh, shit. You they got can, it on Amazon, too? Type it in with the E in the middle. Yeah, Mikey Winfield. Yo, right. not only observe the universe, make sure you observe Mikey Winfield on August 23rd. And hey, he should like uh, be able to shoot something here so you guys promo it or something. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to make that happen. That's a great idea. We're going to make that happen. Um, yeah, Fanatics, we love you. Zane Lamprey, the great Zane Lamprey interview coming out on Friday. YouTube coming soon as soon as Tommy quits fucking up. And, uh, and I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.